0: A squared wrestling podcast. It's wrestling's most controversial podcast. The A squared circle wrestling podcast is back for another exciting, fun-filled uh, episode. Which who knows how long it's going to last? We're starting to
1: with a marathon men of podcasts these days, aren't we? It's non-stop. We are we are committed, and you obviously came back from America just so to do this podcast to maybe. record last week. So yeah. we're all very
0: grateful for that, Andy. And uh, fresh off the plane and, and uh, straight into another another intense conversation about professional wrestling, British wrestling, life in general.
1: Yeah. So did you um did you get any <laughs> any feedback from our episode last week? Because uh, I know no, I did. I'm in the clear. You're in the clear. Okay. Because yeah. maybe. Maybe um, the you know the man that we discussed last week he probably might not have a contact for you. Maybe, but neither do I anymore. So, <laughs> and I was all prepared to um, at, at least explain it and uh, let let the man we discussed uh, let him know it wasn't intended to be malicious. It was yeah, intended I, to be entertaining.
0: I think that like uh, our our podcast, we again we joke about being wrestling historians, but there's not many people who cover the history of British professional wrestling. I mean, it gets a lot of coverage these days in terms of you know from maybe say 2013 onwards which you say gets a you know a fair bit of publicity but like the pre 2013 stuff doesn't really get much coverage there was a lot of stuff that went on in wrestling i always say i mean i spoke to a lot of people this week this week in particular who were saying oh the british wrestling scene's exploded this has happened that's happened and i said well it's kind of always been like that just you guys didn't know about it because we didn't have the means to get our message out to you. But now with the world being so local, as I always like to say, you know, something happened. Our show from New Orleans on Friday was on the internet on Saturday, you know, so the world could watch it within that space of time.
1: Yeah, different world we live in. And uh, yeah, so (coughs) without talking in riddles, I got a message from Mr. John Farrar, who um, was not particularly enamoured with our subject more than anything else, I think. So, uh, if I had my phone to hand, I'd just read it, but I don't. So, uh, it was a rather, un- I wouldn't say it was an unpleasant message, but as I said, he wasn't particularly impressed. Did
0: he reference um, the ticket money that I
1: wasn't refunded? He never mentioned that, okay. no, 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 he didn't. He just, um, and I will be sensitive to the subject, because the things he said there regarding, you know, his family's health, his, his uh, family history... Um, since that instant, I you know, beyond that, I won't reference it anymore. But you know, it sounds like the guy had a pretty rough ride. But I kind of wanted him so, and I want everyone who listened to our story last whoever listened last week to understand that we weren't making light of it. Actually, um, we're quite sympathetic to the absolutely. story, absolutely.
0: And uh, and if, if and, and don't mistake any laughter for us making light of the situation of the ring, I think the laughter was more at uh the the constant line of questioning and dodging of questions <laughs> that we were getting from Steve.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, we weren't. We, it, like in all seriousness, we weren't laughing at John or, or you, John, if you're listening. We weren't laughing at you at all. He's not listening. It, we, well, he, I don't know. He brought me on Facebook. Well, now, someone's so. probably listening and passing on. Passing the on.
0: Oh, they've been talking about you again this week.
1: Yeah, listen to it in
0: context.
1: Sure, context is all. Context is all. So, um, yeah, that was my that was my biggest piece of feedback from last week's episode was a rather. Um, uh, I can't think of the word, I don't want to say nasty because it wasn't nasty, but a message from John Farrer. Yeah. So, now, we can get, now we've can. Now we got that out of the way and addressed, Whew. let's talk about... Let's upset some people this week. Who can be upset now? Yeah, so, um, so Andy, you flew out to uh, New Orleans on Monday? Uh, like last Monday, so like ten, nine yeah, days ago. Yeah, it was. Ago. It was the
0: day after the cockpit. So I've, I've had the London cockpit on a Sunday and flew out Monday evening landed early hours of Tuesday morning in New Orleans. Um, Yeah. Okay. And I've been, since that point, I've been immersed in WrestleMania. What have you been doing?
1: Well, I've been busy as well. We were going to compare, or my initial idea for this was going to be, what were you doing 9 o'clock Thursday night (laughs) to what I was doing 9 o'clock Thursday night and so on, like pivotal points throughout the week. But unfortunately, I've kind of, I know what I did, but I can't really remember specifics. So um, I know I had had a fairly eventful, but not, Unstressful week um, for a few reasons. So uh, my my stressful week started last Wednesday, where I essentially was the foreman, the word we borrowed from Dynamite Kid's book. <laughs> when he was running Stampede <laughs> Wrestling, he was the foreman. I foremaned uh, this show here at Bud for you, didn't Which I? Is where we're sat now, yeah. Which is where we're sat now. Well,
0: you foremaned it, yeah. Well, you had other help as well, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, of course, too. yeah.
1: So Dan and Dan so and Zoe Dan was there he was here, um, but every time there was a question asked, it was. I'll oh, speak to Andy, speak to Andy, so um just like normal, I guess if you're not here, yeah, but that was fun, um, but that day, I had a large amount of stress because I was promoting an event in Petersfield, which is you know near enough my hometown and near enough my hometown when I promote shows in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, and uh, the, my stress levels that day were so high because I'd spoken to the venue manager, and I'd said, "Oh, how many tickets are we allowed to sell because we had. Well, when I first did it 10 years ago, the number was 316. And I remember that because of 316. Austin, 316. That's why I've never forgotten that specific number. So I put 300 tickets for sale off on the website. And when it got to about 270, I called the venue manager and I said, 265. Where well, he goes <laughs> to me, I said, oh, John, how many, um, how many people can we fit in on, uh, on Saturday night? He goes to me, um, well, how many have you sold, Andy? I said, oh, about 270. And he goes to me, oh, Andy, I think you've already oversold. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, well, well, John, we had over 300 last time. And then you start doubting yourself. You know, I think well, it was in 2008. So maybe I have misremembered. Maybe the 316 was my inflated wrestling promoter figure. Yeah, that's
0: the that's figure you told everyone after, <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact. Yeah, exactly.
1: So I have started and then everyone's, I'm talking to the lads about it, laugh, not laughing about it, but half chuckling to myself about it. Again. They're like, well, it's a good problem to have. No, it isn't. Like yeah. you know, it sounds like a good problem to have, but it's not because, especially when you're local, you're being promoted as the local lad who's also helping run the show. That doesn't look good, you know. There's going to
0: be people coming after you with pitchforks, and your mum having to fend them off again. <laughs> <isn't it?
1: laughs> <laughs> They'll all be turned up by my, my mum's news agents saying, "What happened there?" Um, so basically, after after I'd finished at Bun Leisure, I um, I decided to not pull rank. I actually said to lads, "I said, listen, guys, I'm really sorry, but." As soon as we finish the show, I've got to go, and because I need to get to the venue to essentially come up with a new seating plan, and this also couples in with the t- the day that a big like night or oh, not a full page, but like a good three quarters of a page, two thirds of a page spread has got in the local paper. Oh, I saw a picture of that. You putting yourself over again? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, because no one else will. So, um, so we got a nice. Pa- so I'm getting phone call after phone call. Can I have tickets? Can I have tickets? And all I can really say to people was like. I'm really sorry. If you don't mind, I'll save your number and I will call you and I'll let you know if we've reworked the seating plan. So I bomb it down to uh, the, the venue in Petersfield in my wrestling kit. And uh, luckily... Just to intimidate people. That's it. I was like, I throw my weight around. And Watson, John, John, the manager, says to me, oh, Andy, I managed to get a few more seats in. And 3.16. It, 3.16. So I was like, that's right. That sounds exactly right. So I was able to get tickets back on sale. Um, and so that was my Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, I guess... Um, was just a run-of-the-mill holiday camp. That went without a hitch, thank God. And then the weekend, I guess, that's where you can take over on Friday. Because your your, your Friday was your big, big day, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, well, Friday was my big day, but (laughs) my big night was Thursday. okay. Um, So I'll share this story because I've got whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, On Thursday, we were going to uh, Wale Mania. uh, But before that, we were going out for dinner. So there was going to be... Marty Skull, Nick Aldis. Of course, Nick Aldis was in New Orleans to support Marty in his quest for Ring of Honor championship on a, on Saturday, and uh, and professional wrestler LT Summers, and uh,
1: and Wale mainly is a nightclub, isn't it's it? It's a
0: nightclub with Wale, the rapper. Uh, but we were going to go for dinner first, and it was suggested we go to Nick, Nick's hotel for for dinner, and whatever, fine. But then, without thinking about it, Nick's obviously married to Mickey James. Mickey James is in WWE. What hotel is Mickie James going to be staying <laughs> in? <The> WWE <laughs> hotel. So, I uh, find myself surrounded by the whole cast and crew of WrestleMania. And uh, felt very awkward. So, what's the one way to combat an awkward situation? Vodka, <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> good. In this instance, it was actually gin. Oh, was it? Okay? <laughs> um, Luke probably got you on that, was it? So, uh, no, I used gin? To do, when I used to work in uh London, gin and tonic used to be my drink of choice, okay. And it that was like my kind of grown up drink of choice. Um, so I figured I'll pretend to be a grown up here, yeah. Couple of slices of cucumber in it, <laughs> you know. And you were and, gone,
1: uh, you were anybody's in. <laughs> I was, yeah. Um, and, uh, so who who are you rubbing shoulders with? Andy? Oh, I don't.
0: Uh, there's no point naming names, is uh there? But there's the, it was a who's who of, uh, of WWE. But um, but then after that we went to Wale Mania, and that went on till the early hours of the morning. Um, best friends with Dave Meltzer now. You'll be pleased to know.
1: Oh, that's good. So the the did you promote our podcast? The
0: main event megastars may well be getting a write up in, oh, the, in this week's it? wrestling the um, Did you
1: did you mention our podcast? No, I didn't. No. Well, what? We listen. Well, you listen to his. So at least he could do is listen to us.
0: I remember that next time I see him. Yeah, I'm sure we, we we're going to meet again in September when they're over. Okay, he's over for the the media con, Alex Shane's wrestling media con.
1: Okay, so Dave Meltzer, like, he is almost. Um, I don't know. I don't be horrible, but like he's. What, so you came on. You know, we started this with like you know nobody covers the history of British wrestling, like it's an ignored yes. thing. If Dave Meltzer knew a bit more about it, maybe he'd give it a bit more creden- uh credence is that the word? Um, a bit well, more he covers, coverage or- well, he
0: covers. Well, he covers modern-day British wrestling, not as obviously not in huge detail because it's again like you know he's he's running a business at the end of the day, and people want to hear about WWE and
1: sure, sure. But else. there's an argument, isn't there? Because Big Daddy is not in the British wrestling. Yes, Hall of I fame. don't
0: think he realizes the significance yes. of Big Daddy and his his impact within the United Kingdom, the way he was such a celebrity. And I don't think he realizes the fact that yes. Because I guess Dave Meltzer looks at it and says like he was selling out shows, but he was sm- selling out small shows in comparison to the Americans. But I don't think he realizes the fact that you know he was selling out two, three shows a day, and the yeah. fact that. But if you look at if you raise co- yeah, the size of the country, the size of a country. the size of a country is like a state. It's it smaller than some states in America. Yeah, somewhat. So. I don't
1: know if this is accurate. I don't know if I've said this on here before, but somebody once said to me it's half the size of Texas.
0: That wouldn't surprise me yeah. at all. So. so um, so yeah, so so again, he has a great deal of significance. I think if you were to research it that little bit further, you'd you'd mm-hmm. understand that. But again, that's I guess that's one of those types of things are things which I think will come to the forefront more when as more and more eyeballs are getting on British wrestling in general. Um,
1: I like to think, and I don't know if I said this to somebody recently. It might have been you, Andy. Big Daddy should be in that WWE legacy wing or whatever for yeah, yeah. wrestling like no yeah, joke I agree yeah
0: and maybe he will because with the um, with the, the UK tournament they've said he's coming back and with ITV World of Sport coming back WWE probably love nothing more than to get more attention for try and jump put on it a bit, yeah, yeah yeah um So I think, yeah, I I completely agree with you on that one. I think that he definitely deserves to be there. And I think that's despite the fact that, you know, I said to you myself, like, the stigma of Big Daddy Giant Haystacks is something that we've been trying to get away from for a a long time. But despite that fact, he still deserves to be in there, you know. Um, So I think by the same token, Hulk Hogan is a huge star. Wrestling is very different now than Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. You know, so but it doesn't take away from the fact that Hogan was a huge star. You know, sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that was my first day, and then that led on to Friday, which obviously a huge day for me. Um, we had our show in New Orleans, um, which is one which wasn't without its dramas leading into it, as it it just seems to be wrestling in general kind of has these dramas. Obviously, I spent some time beforehand um, with uh, Michael from High Spots uh, in, earlier in the week, um, who's obviously the guy who's behind WrestleCon. Um, very Driven, driven man, um, and uh, he was telling me all about something. Is he? Is he married? You know? Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is he? oh, he's still yeah. driven,
1: even though he's married.
0: Yeah, oh, that's, that's, he's lucky. But his wife's very supportive, though. Yeah, that's, that's so, my point. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, we checked out the venue and, and it was amazing the transformation from between Wednesday to Thursday, the transformation of the venue. So like, uh, when we went, it was like an empty warehouse and then as it as we then, as we came back the next day, it was all draped out, like the bleachers were up. You know, honestly, it was an empty shell, well, me, it was an empty shell and it transformed into this amazing venue for professional wrestling um, and, uh, yeah, and it turned out, for us, it turned out great. I mean, we were, um, so during the day we are at WrestleCon, which is for me is always something. I got a few pictures taken this year, which uh, maybe I'll share on the A Squared Circle <laughs> uh, Facebook page, which we will get started properly this week. I promise. Well, we've got,
1: we got a bit more content now, haven't we? Yeah, so.
0: well, we got content yeah. we can put on, but also I just think like even when we're talking about, you know, old, Old stories. There's pictures that we can associate with those stories, which without context would be like, "What's this?" But you know, like here's this picture that we discussed in episode. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I think that could yeah. be a. I think that could be a thing. And I think my pictures that I had taken at WrestleCon could be, you know, a part of a good start. A, a part of a story, yeah. And I, so I had some pictures with some guys, and it was great seeing all the, uh, you know, the old uh, WWE wrestlers. Obviously, some have aged and
1: better than others. Um, and then Mr. Hughes looked quite slim. Mr. Hughes looks well, doesn't he? Yeah. It Perfect. took me a while to work out who that was.
0: Per- did the outfit not give it away? <laughs> well,
1: yeah, but upon first, you sent like six in a row. <laughs> and there's one common denominator in all of them, and you'll soon catch oh, on, I think, when you see that. I don't think, know, what you're, you don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. Well, you'll soon catch on. And I was like, oh, Mr. Hughes. Okay. Yeah, and I, I got a real kick
0: out of I met uh, Larry Zabisco, And I've, uh, like, I've been watching this uh, Larry versus Bruno fuse, which uh, I think was like, I'd, I'd heard all about it. And obviously, when you hear Bruno and Larry's Hall of Fame speeches, they reference it. But like, I think when you watch it, it was so good for its time. And there was um, a bit
1: in particular that you were telling me about where there was a there was an enhancement talent. I assume I haven't watched the match, but it was called Ben Berger or something.
0: Billy Berger. Billy
1: Berger. <laughs> yeah. And Bill uh, Berger. Bill Berger. So that made us laugh because once a long time ago, really, when actually the start of our actual friendship came when we were commentating on a on a professional wrestling <laughs> event, <laughs> yeah. which you'd been asked to do. I hadn't, but I was yeah. like, oh, can I jump in and, and do it? And then we, we were given, we didn't know everyone's name, so we gave him silly names. Um, and it just, it reminded me of that. But I text you and I said, oh, did you ask him about Bill Berger? And yeah. did you? No,
0: I didn't. I'm okay. Afraid, no, oh, okay. I, but like, uh, I wish I did. Mm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we had a, one was, I remember
1: one was Dave Darby. Dave Darby. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a few others, and then you, of course, got essentially told off I and got told to do, off. I had to do
0: it all over again. Yeah, on, on your my own. own. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't, don't bring let your critting mate do it with you. Yeah. So yeah, we had to re-record that. Yeah, um, that was a good. <laughs> that was a good time. Yeah, it was funny, wasn't it? Um. So what else happens? So, uh well, the show itself was a a raging success. Of course, we had a lot of wrestlers from New Japan Pro Wrestling over. Um I would like to have some more British wrestlers on the show, but uh, unfortunately, Progress and uh, Gabe Sapolsky didn't want to split costs on the visas and everything. So, um, and just outwardly said that I wasn't allowed to use the guys, which is I thought was a bit stupid considering we're all supposed to be working together and what have you. But you know, that's kind of uh, their prerogative. That's the wrestling. Yeah, well, that's the wrestling world. Yeah. We say one thing publicly and then something completely yeah, yeah, different yeah, privately. You know, um, but that's fine by me because uh, you know i uh, I guess I wound up with more New Japan talent on my show as a result. Um, so, you know, we wound up having... Uh, oh, we were always going to have Hiroshi Tanahashi and Tomohiro Ishii. We added Minoru Suzuki and Kota Ibushi, um, you know, as a result of, um, you know, not being able to share talent with those guys, um, which I think had a tremendously
1: positive effect on our ticket sales. Um, so it worked out, you know, like... Yeah it worked out great in the end didn't it Yeah so. it
0: did yeah it all worked out well um we were sold out um and uh one thing which i thought was very interesting about um that we had, we had, we only had six matches on our show um and everyone was saying to me in the week like oh you should You you only got six matches. Like I'm surprised. Like blah blah blah. And like I know was a show the night before. I had twelve matches. Like that was a you know eleven twelve matches. That was like the common denominator. And obviously anyone who was uh, saw WrestleMania knows that was like a seven hour show, right? So every every show there was super long. Whereas we put on six matches. We used to line killer, not filler. And we were like we were put on uh, we're going to put on six can't miss matches and give everyone time to to perform you know and that's exactly what we did and the the show it flowed in, in my opinion it flowed very nicely um, and everyone came away with nothing but positive reviews to say the crowd didn't seem burnt out at all the crowd seemed all with us throughout and of course we we topped it off with Tomohiro Ishii defeating Zack Sabre Jr to become a new British heavyweight champion um, which I'm sure has led to people being like oh I don't believe you didn't do that in London or hmm. you know uh, and Maybe. like you you always get two things so you always get that And you always get as well, like, how can someone who's Japanese wear a British heavyweight championship? What?
1: (laughs) I always get that. that? Yeah, always get that. And I don't mean that like, oh, how can I be racist? I know it's not a racist comment. It's not a racist comment. No. But but like, it's just... Yeah, it's absurd.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I love the fact that we've not turned into a world heavyweight championship because I want to keep that British identity for our product. So when Ishii's wearing the, the championship in Japan... He's wearing the undisputed British heavyweight championship. That's the way it's identified. It's not identified as the Rev Pro World heavyweight championship, which could just be one of a million. You know. No, I, I completely so, agree. Um,
1: I, I've always been a big proponent of being British because no one else is. Yeah. You know, like, y-
0: and that doesn't mean being British exclusive talent. It just means. Yeah,
1: you know, you're, you're, you're right. Like that. Just what would the Premier League obviously.
0: be? What would the Premier League be if it didn't have international players? You know, and I feel that that's a uh, for me that's a big part of Revolution Pro Wrestling. It's about being international, um, where people from all different cultures, all different walks of life, come together. Be it fans, be it wrestlers, it doesn't matter. We got fans from all over the world. We got wrestlers from all over the world, and that's what I like the, the most about it. It's very multi multicultural. Um, so uh, so yeah, we we topped it off with, with that, and that the show went without hitch. Um, although I will say, like we wanted to get the show up the same night, which I could have done. I had it all sorted. That, that night, and I left it uploading. I went to sleep. I was exhausted after Thursday and Friday combined. Um, I left it uploading and uh, went to sleep. And I woke up, and it was stuck on ten percent. And the hotel's Wi-Fi went down. Oh well, no! I was there for seven nights. One, the one night the Wi-Fi went down was the night that I was trying to Is upload that cause the everyone, show. because everyone—do you
1: think everyone was trying to upload their show that day? Well, no, because we're
0: all in different hotels. So, okay. Um, so yeah, so that was. Uh, that was something but obviously we managed to i uh, managed to get it up the following day um and like the ring of honor show was still going on when we when it was uh finished uploading so i waited till that finished before we put it up which tied in with morning in the uk so oh
1: it worked uh, out well yeah uh
0: but yeah that was a long show as well i never went to ring of honor show i went to nxt which i actually thought was uh probably aside from my show of course <laughs> probably the the best show of the weekend okay
1: so but you weren't well, you said the best show of the weekend, but you weren't at the main event, mega stars spectacular Peterfield Saturday night. Andy, weren't no, I you? wasn't. So uh, I'm just
0: gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to take your word for <laughs> it. I mean,
1: yeah. So I'll send you. Uh, I'll send you the YouTube link when it's up. I'll be. I'll yeah. be sure to,
0: <laughs> to scan through it.
1: Yeah, please do. Yeah. So um, that was your Friday night. What else did you do Saturday?
0: Saturday was uh, more WrestleCon, uh, convention, and then we went to yeah we went to NXT that evening. Uh, to an all you I don't know if it was that Saturday, but at some point that week, we went to an all you can eat Brazilian, which was uh, like Casa Brazil in, in Port Solent. However, yeah. it put it to shame. Is it way it better really than did. it did? Yeah, yeah. And I'd also like to point out as well that Bourbon Street and like New Orleans in general is nothing like the adverts you see. WWE really uh, <laughs> makes it seem like a glamorous, lovely place that you might like to visit.
1: Yeah. My goodness. You don't like it?
0: Well, nice people. Yeah, Night Oh, everyone there was was absolutely lovely, but I mean, uh, from look from the, the 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 day I got there. So I w- went out there Tuesday morning looking for breakfast, right? And um, I went down Bourbon Street, and like I've never smelled anything like it in my life. It was like a combination of sick alcohol, sweaty people, drugs.
1: Just You'd assume drugs. W- You'd, you, well, it's what, you don't know what, what marijuana smell smells like. like. I know what oh, marijuana you know what that smells like.
0: Well, um, well. I'm not, an a-, I'm not a marijuana taker. In fact, it's interesting, though, because I don't take drugs at all. But like, people always look at me and say, like, oh, you look like you've been... <laughs> 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 like, I guess my eyes are kind of small. I don't know. Maybe. Look at my eyes now. They're quite small, aren't
1: they? Yeah. Don't your eyes stay the same, stay the same size throughout your whole life?
0: I don't know. But I think I like, that was a fact. My, I don't know. Okay but like
1: well, I know I know you're not a druggie anyway, I can vouch um, for you on that one thank you
0: i'd f- I'd pass the wellness policy, yeah, All right? good um so uh we went to Yeah, so that street, yeah, and like, and what I can only assume happens because when I went to it on Thursday morning, it was like a lot cleaner, and they evidently hose it down after every night, but I guess when there's not a lot of people in town the the work they do to Clean it up is a lot less extensive than oh, I when you. there's lots of tourists in town. So I'm guessing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it gets a good clean. WWE sent their cleaning crew. Um, up. But like, but you know, like I think. But like, apparently, every there's something going on every single weekend in New Orleans. So okay. so yeah, so that's what I did on Saturday anyway. Um, I went to uh, yeah NXT, um, which was a well-paced show, um, and uh, yeah, had a nice early night. So. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. You obviously had your show. Yeah, my show. Don't put it over anymore.
1: Oh, well, I'll put it over a bit. Yeah, I think it, it went really well actually. Because what did you do behind the gimmick table? Uh, what money was? Yeah, grand.
0: You did a grand? <laughs> no, not really.
1: <laughs> I had to make a joke up because it was it was all right. It was a it was um <clears throat> it was a family orientated show. Um, who? But I think a lot of parents were there to see the local girl and me. Obviously, you. Um, and <laughs> Me. Obviously, it was a bit embarrassing when at the start of the show we had Steve Linsky, who was the MC. They said, um, he did like I wanted him to do like a bit of a uh, rather just coming out and going, right, the, the, the first match is set for one four, etc. You want him to do uh, the old
0: Andy Quilden routine?
1: Well, but I wanted him to be like, uh, so ladies and gentlemen, what a, what a night we've got coming up tonight. We've got in our debut match, Katie Bishop. And we've got Andy Boy Simmons taking on oh, Crusher he Curtis. Be able to do that, would he? He's got his cards, hasn't he? He has enough trouble just remembering
0: the name of the championship.
1: <laughs> so, oh, we called it the wrong championship? Obviously,
0: because um, like me, but I you want know how hard it is to ring announce. You were ring announcing yourself.
1: You I've done it twice. I'll, n- I'll never do it again. Dragon hide. Gate
0: and Evolve Drew Galloway.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll save that one for another day because I saved you that day, so you could be as mean as you like. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so anyway, I said to Steve, I said, right, okay, so I want you to kind of. Uh, you know, um, almost imagine it being like the the, the commentators open to WrestleMania. In the, I didn't say that. Do you want me to give it a
0: go now? Yeah, go ahead. I, do I don't even know the cards. Okay, right? go it so, um, so we start by saying, good evening, Petersfield. We have got an absolutely... Stacked top to bottom lineup of great professional wrestling action for you this evening. You're going to see debuts, including the debut of our very own hometown girl herself, Katie Bishop, when she teams with uh, 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 yeah. against. Uh, 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 okay. And don't forget, we are going to see Petersfield's own Andy Boy Simmons challenge. For the main event, Megastars heavyweight championship, when he goes one on one with the unstoppable, undefeated crusher Curtis, all that to cut, all that and so much more in a great night of pro wrestling action for you. There you Peterfield, go
1: are you ready? What are you doing on April the seventh, two thousand and nineteen? So uh, yeah, that is exactly what I wanted, and he wasn't too bad. But you made the same mistake he did. He called it the heavyweight championship, but it's a British championship
0: well I don't know do I, so, I do, but I said to you at the start I don't know any names I don't know no any y- it
1: was a good job it was a very good job um, You, from you. Thank and you to be fair Steve did a great job uh, but my point is this so when we announced Katie who's a local girl uh, the place came unglued you know it's like 325 people we got in there in the end uh, oh, breaking laws no, 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 because John was happy for me to add some extra chairs where we could fit them. Okay. so uh, well, I'll be checking with the fire marshals
0: <laughs> of Petersfield, as was rumoured were at my show at WrestleCon, actually. But
1: you can just debunk d- that rumour. I
0: can say I didn't see any fire marshals. No one said anything to me about people being turned away or people being turfed out. And so everyone was happy. Everyone was very happy, yes. Yeah.
1: So, uh, so, so when they announced KT first, the place cheered and roared. And then the following line was, and uh, I, I didn't want to be like from Petersfield because it's not really true. So, I didn't really like. I'm, I used to live in the next village over. So, he's, to say I'm from Petersville is just like a blatant lie. And from the village over. <laughs> well, exactly. It's not, it's not a line, is it? So, uh, I just said, oh, uh, I think Steve just said, oh, and we've also got Andy Boy Simmons. Nothing. <laughs> Well, I say nothing. It wasn't that brutal, but like it wasn't quite what Katie got, and which is fine. Like I understand. I'm not that. I'm not that damaged. It is her first match. You've
0: got tenure. You've got a WWE run under your belt. You should have been. You should been the hero. (laughs) Well, maybe the returning hero. Maybe maybe they could have a the former WWE superstar.
1: But they've had that six times before when you ran it and Sloane ran it and who else ran it. I don't know. Someone else ran it, but anyway, I I've been I've wrestled in the town a few times, but not properly or for a long time. So, uh, so anyway, uh, show went off without a hitch, like yours did. I think Um, I was quite quite proud of it actually. Like everyone, like we always say, Andy um, to each other, the the idea of not a good show because everyone can appreciate a good show, but there are different audiences for different styles of wrestling. Um, I wanted goodies versus baddies, um, cheers and boos. and that's what we got. That's what we got all night. Yeah, so and I, I think, couldn't have been happy. I think actually. it's
0: important. So your 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 show was targeted at a a, fr- uh, a family audience, fun for all the family, and, that's the and that was. But it was targeted exclusively at that audience, right? right yes. And as a result, that's what you delivered—a fun for all the family show. And I think it's so important for a wrestling promoter to understand the crowd they're in front of. We're at we're backstage at Selzey right now, um, and you're not. It's Revolution Pro Wrestling. You're still going to get a high quality show. You're still going to get you know a high work rate from all the wrestlers which I think makes us stand out from everyone else in terms of in terms of holiday camps at least Um, but you're but you're you're still gonna you're gonna get you're not gonna get the same you get at your call. you're gonna get yay boo you're gonna get um, the the good guys really showing out to the crowd and the bad guys really paying attention to what the crowd are saying so you know they will get the bad guy will get distracted by someone in the front row shouting something horrible at them which they wouldn't necessarily get a york a, hall a show because we recognize the crowd that we're in front of and we work towards that crowd and of course i always say we put our own twist on things so for example we're probably the only people who run holiday camps where we don't have the ring announcer um, the, you know you have a fun star who does for people who don't know who works at the park doesn't work for a wrestling promotion and they do the ring announcing um but what you'll have in most holiday parks is you'll have the ring announcer be saying
1: you know oh uh, get
0: him oh look at him he's a cheat he's a chicken everyone isn't he chicken chicken and like cheerleading the crowd into sure, what to is, say and what to do <coughs> which is obviously um so uh so cheap yeah and that's and and what i say is my wrestlers are good enough to be able to elicit those reactions themselves without the need of you know having someone tell the crowd what to chant and i think that's the revolution Pro Wrestling stamp on this show even though it's still a, you know, I just want to get across that with revolution, with the tagline for revolution progress is pro wrestling it is best. We, it doesn't, it's not necessarily saying it's one specific style. Um, I think that's a misconception, but I believe I recognize the audience we're in front of and, and work towards that. And I think that obviously with your show, um, you know, some people might have looked at your show on paper and been like, "Well, oh, there's nothing to this show." But you deliver the perfect show for the audience you're in front of in terms of, you know, very casual wrestling crowds. You're giving them people that look like wrestlers. You're giving them, um, you know, uh, very much similar to TV. Is this a fair statement? Yeah, TV wrestling, <coughs> rather than yeah, sure. It's, you like, know, a, it's like it's like a house, house show. A house right?
1: show. Is that what I said? So uh, a couple of the wrestlers who uh, wrestled on the show. And this is breaking the barriers, I guess, but I say I want you to do something Look specific. Look
0: at you. You stand on Twitter <coughs> this morning giving it all kinds of this, that, right. and the other. Okay, so
1: we can get to that. We, we will get to that. But my point, so, so I said to these, these residents, I said I want something specific. And uh, and there was a bit of resistance. And I said, what you're failing to realise is no one here yet knows who we are, what, what we want to give, what we want to promote, and who you are specifically. And there are easy ways to do that in front of this audience. So give them that. And, of course, they did it, as I'd asked, not demanded, because I'm not going to sit there and go, well, you know, we'll just go home then. Well, I was tempted at one point. <laughs> um, uh, you know, they did it, and it worked brilliantly, exactly as I'd hoped it would, as I knew it would. Um, so, what were we talking about? We were oh, talking oh about right, 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 so, so that's it. So I said, I said, you've got to remember, this isn't a TV show. This is the closest thing to, like, a WWE house show, in the sense of you go to a WWE house show, that I don't think a lot of people realise is how different... The house, or live events as they call them, are to TV. Yeah. Live events. I sat at the O2 um, four or five years ago and watched a real live event. And it was probably one of the best shows I've been to.
0: So I think a lot of people need to understand that. I, that and I'm sure there's a lot of wrestlers who are going to be on their Twitters and whatever saying, like, all these marks at WrestleMania watching the show, blah, blah, blah. Why wouldn't you? Right? Yeah. I 100%. Minoru Suzuki, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tomohiro Ishii. Kota Ibushi, some of the best wrestlers in the world, they work for New Japan Pro Wrestling, the second biggest organization in the world. Granted, they were coming to watch Shinsuke Nakamura, but they sat, watched, and enjoyed WrestleMania, okay? Why would you not try and take something, anything, even if it's something, this is what not to do, or this is what to do, you know? Why not try and learn and be educated? And as I say to everyone all the time, WWE are the only people who are making any real money doing this, aside from New Japan. the only people making any real, real money from this. Right. So as a result, let's take what we can and let's learn lessons from them. And that includes watching TV, watching house shows, watching their documentary releases, just, you know, studying the product. And I think if if everyone takes that mindset rather than being like, well, we do it better or that's, you know. Well,
1: it is exactly the same principle. And you could argue it's slightly different because... Um, you know football is a real sport but you know every Sunday league footballer is watching Premier League that afternoon absolutely For, I, I, everyone I would and, imagine
0: and not just that look at actors actors study other actors
1: yeah that's a great you know? that's a great uh, comparison yeah so
0: you know if you're an actor it's not like you suddenly stop watching films <laughs> not you know I mean? to. <laughs> yeah so I mean,
1: someone someone might come up with a really great theory as to how it doesn't compare but as far as I'm concerned you know I, I meet people who I don't know well but I meet them through shows and and they'll say, oh, you know, I'm hoping to get a tryout with WWE this, this, blah, 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 for whenever. And I'll ask them a question about something. And it's just, a, just abundantly clear they don't even watch it. Yeah. And I was like, and you don't have to sit there with your phone finger and watch it. But you should follow it. Because if that's where you want to be, you should have your finger on the pulse as to what they want. And it, it seems obvious to me. So, for it, like you put to your point, for anyone that wants to slag anyone else off watching WrestleMania, um, I just think they've actually got it horrendously wrong. Very short-sighted.
0: Okay, so we're, we're kind of back, aren't we? I don't want to uh, spoil. I hate spoiling, breaking cafe. <laughs> but we, <laughs> Me too. we're recording today's podcast in two halves because of our exceptionally busy schedules. You know.
1: Yeah, we I had st- to fit this in before training tonight. Yeah, so. working men, aren't we? Working
0: yep. men. So, um, as we alluded to at the start, we were we're live at Bun Leisure in Selsey, which is where I do a. Uh, a weekly holiday camp during the peak weeks of the uh, summer season. As I always say to the kids in the wrestling class, the peak weeks are the best weeks because they're the weeks when the kids don't have school. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, so yeah, and uh, it, it was a great show, Andy. You wrestled. You're you're back on top of the mountain top, aren't you? Joe, you. You
1: know I've worked Andy for years and years to get back to the top of the mountain here at Bun Leisure, um, and I won the finale, which was a Royal Rumble, to win the vacant Bun Championship, Selzy Championship.
0: And uh, we know that you're definitely going to be holding on to it for at least a few weeks because there's not another show until uh, the middle w- of mid- May, End of May, June, end yeah, of May probably, probably May, yeah. May, June time. So you're going you're gonna to have a bit of a run with that belt. I so will. Let's hope it doesn't go missing like last time you were a champion <laughs> and we have to get another one, mate. <laughs> well. Um, uh, right, so uh, uh, and one, let's put the show over a little bit. Yeah, it was a good <laughs> it show. Was a good show. Well um, attended. Yeah, about 1,000 people in. Yeah. Um, which is like, it's down from uh, from some of the summer weeks yes. I think the Easter weeks are weird because the schools are different times right the schools break up different times so whilst this is the last week of uh, the Easter holidays for most people um, a lot of people actually went back to school this week so uh, and they had but they started their Easter holidays a week earlier so the Easter holidays are always kind of a bit staggered with the crowds and then become more consistent in the su- in the summer um, I think I'm probably the only person who wishes for rain every Wednesday uh, so during it, the summer Yeah. <laughs> um, but today has obviously been the first day of sunshine so that um that obviously contributed a lot as well. But a thousand people—it's a solid. Uh... Well,
1: that, that yeah, like I say this all the time, and I don't know whether I said it on the podcast for Like outside of WWE, uh, and obviously a few other top companies, New Japan, there are. It's not like it used to be. Revolution but, Pro Wrestling. Well, yeah, but a thousand people. Like you don't often wrestle in front of a thousand people unless you're in New Orleans on Friday, or at your, you're which going to was be a your one-off, call, or you're going to be in York Hall in May, which is four or five times a year. Six. So. Six times a year, six times a year. Then, yes, but my yeah, point yeah, is, yeah. I'm trying to put the show over. Ant. Oh, if sorry, you, I was putting myself over. I just had for, to, come to come back uh, to putting myself over. Sorry. No, but they are wicked shows, and you you learn so much. Like I, I, was chatting to a wrestler recently, and he was like, "Oh, you know, we don't want to do the camps," and I was I was baffled. I was like, "Why?" And he said, "Oh, we just don't really like that kind of wrestling." And I, and that's how you learn. That, do you know what I mean? It's good enough for all the lads who have made it. You Daniel know, Bryan. Daniel Bryan, Sheamus. Um, Cesaro, loads of them have all worked the camps. Loads of them, and so many top names on the indies. Uh, it just bl- it blew my mind. And really, I think maybe part of it is uh, they they don't have the confidence to do it. You yeah, know, maybe yeah, because it, it's, it's very character driven, it's very personality driven. Um, and some of the you know some of these top indie names can do all the coolest, have the best matches, say. You know, best matches, but don't always show the most personality. Absolutely. So I think that's actually what it really boils down it to. Maybe,
0: yeah, and it, which is crazy, really, as well, isn't it? Because I always say, um, if you can work a camp show audience, you, you don't have to worry. Like I say, the way the way the uh, to explain a bit further, like the way the crowd responds to stuff, um, it's just the se- the exact same triggers will work in front of an adult audience, but with the kids that 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 work to get that reaction is just that little bit easier mm-hmm. which means you can take more risks and you can see what works but the kids they want to the adults want to deep down behave the same way that the kids behave but adults have inhibitions sure. right? and I look Very at it like true. this like just for example when you're a kid you have no sense of fear at all you don't care what other people think about you and like now and I used to be like that as a kid but now I've got that this real sense of mortality I'm scared of everything um, and and uh, and I think that that's a lot, a lot of the reason why the, the the camps are so. It's not easy to work, but it's so it's so rewarding to work because you get that instant gratification, you get that instant reaction um, without having to do a million moves. But you learn how to work that crowd. You can apply those principles to if you're talking different styles of wrestling. You apply those principles to um, the the. Sh- I don't know what way to term the other shows. You know, I don't want to say hall shows because obviously, as we've already discussed, there's family-friendly versions of that, and you know, yeah.
1: so more adult orientated shows. It's a, uh, it's like a, a commercial event, you know, yeah. a ticketed event essentially. So. Yeah,
0: and uh, if you if you can apply those principles and lessons learned alongside all the other cool stuff you're doing, then you're off to the races. Having one without the other is never going to really lead you to full success, which is why there's a million guys that can do flips, but there's only one, Will Ospreay, in terms of breaking through and capturing the audience's attention, imagination, etc., because he is naturally a charismatic human being. But he,
1: he I, as far as I'm aware, he's never worked a holiday camp in his life. No, but, but he's just luckily charismatic. But he, he, I I don't know if this is true, but I was always under <coughs> the impression he'd come from an acting background. Yes, he has, yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah, uh, yeah or performance background. Yeah. So, you know, That's, it's all those sort of different yeah. ways of learning, yeah. isn't it? yeah. So yeah there you go and what's, what's cool
0: about the show today as well I thought I was watching the show and I was like there's only one person who hasn't come from our training school on the show and that was
1: you oh right okay every single other person has been trained for our training school yeah and, um, what, a, and what a reaction we got at the end you know it's yeah. like a thousand people sounds like ten thousand people and that, you get such a sense of that gratification and my point is that at least gives me sort of like some happiness or credibility to myself that well I think I'm training them the right way because we're getting those kind of reactions yeah absolutely and uh and you as well, because you're there. So, you know, we are a pair, a pair, <laughs> a couple, <laughs> a couple. Yeah. So uh, that was our WrestleMania. Should we get to where are we up to? Sunday morning. We did, we, this,
0: we did Friday. We smashed it out of the park on Friday. We yeah. were talking about your Saturday. Yeah. Um, so I guess that brings us to Sunday WrestleMania. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, WrestleMania. What did you do WrestleMania Day? How was it?
1: Uh, I we went to training, and then I probably did something with my wife and kids. Uh, specifically, I can't really remember what we did. Such a good family man. Yeah, I'm at a stump. Luckily, she doesn't listen as to what we actually did. Um, but I was invited to the um, a little WrestleMania shindig from a guy who trains at our training school, Tom, and his son was having a little get together. So I went there for a few hours before you were guest, guest of honor. Guest of honor. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was WrestleMania uh, party featuring former <laughs> WWE superstar. <clears throat> it was a uh, it was a uh, the uh, the. The good company, uh, but of course it was the promise of mac and cheese. We had pulled, pulled pork, which I'd never eaten before. That's nice. Uh, but I shouldn't Tom, say that. Lots sorry? You get in trouble for eating meat these days, can't you? That's they? true, yeah. But But this was special. This was pulled pork that had been cooked in Coca-Cola. Oh, I've heard about that's a
0: that's a uh, a little trick of a trade.
1: Yeah, it was like I was eating it, thinking, "Oh, this pulled pork's good." Like so, I said, I'd never had it. And really, you just enjoy Coke. Probably, <laughs> I was just enjoying the <laughs> sweet Coca Cola. Um, but it was very lovely. And a big shout out to Andrew and Tom for uh, having myself and Louis and a couple of other lads around to watch WrestleMania. So, how about you? I was there. <laughs> <laughs> was that that WrestleMania about fifteen years ago? WrestleMania? I was there live. How I was there. I was there live
0: when Nicholas became one really? of
1: the tag team championship. See, I I didn't watch that live, um, and it took me a while because I, I I tapped out you the do, party. You do this.
0: You do this thing, which is a it's a running joke, isn't it? You go to viewing parties yep. and you get about as far as the first, second match, and then you either fall asleep or
1: go home. Yeah, so that's what I did. I went so home. Keeping the streak running. Keeping the streak going. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I woke up Monday morning to see that Nicholas was there tag team champion, and not that anyone asked my opinion, or not that this is what this podcast about, but I thought it was great, I was, uh, I, I think, it, were it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, <laughs> right, so, it was entertaining, yes, I, I have opinions on WrestleMania, like, I'm a wrestling fan first and foremost, right, so, I believe I, I am allowed to have an opinion on professional wrestling the same way that anyone else is allowed to have a professional opinion on professional wrestling, I'm not going to say something's amazing when it's not, I'm not going to say it's, you know, I, I, I'll speak the honest truth, I've got no, uh, I'm not paid
1: off by anyone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, uh, I can't think of the word, but I know what you mean. No agenda. No agenda. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And
0: uh, um, and my thoughts were, so the start of the show, right, I swear, I was like, this is on. So there's a couple of things to bear in mind. So number one, the two years previously when I've been to WrestleMania, the pre-shows there's, haven't been full at all. It's been like half empty. But when the pre-show started at this WrestleMania, the arena was full up. Okay, so that's, you need to take into account, this show's going seven hours, the arena's full up from the first match. So last year's probably went seven hours, but it didn't fill up until the main show started. Okay. Okay, which granted was still five hours, but, you know, to have all those people... like a there, 1PW show. <laughs> just yeah. like, fond memories. I actually worked with Joe, Joe Dombrowski on... Uh, oh, I saw he that. Did, he did used commentary him, yeah. with me. Yeah, he replaced you. He was talking about coming in for a, a residency. Oh, was he really? Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Just replace... Yeah. You. You. Okay. Oh me. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being replaced actually, but I've got. I'm a busy man. I've got stuff to do. I Horgas know. In pies, running around, um, trying to run stuff. You know. Um, we need Oliver Bennett back, but he's a busy man. These he's days, a actually. yeah. He's a real commentator, isn't he? Yeah. <sighs> Memories. Um. So, my point about WrestleMania. Okay. So I believe. So you're like, yep, yeah, that was cool, right? But by this stage of a show. The fact like that was obviously kept back and it was like, it's a surprise. and People are going, oh, it could be Rey Mysterio. It was like people are like, oh, it's, I think it's maybe Big Show. A like, Big Show, people are like, oh, it might be disappointing. But then like people are like, oh, what if it's Mark Henry? Because obviously he got inducted in the Hall of Fame yesterday and the day before or two days earlier. Um, and then said he made a hint that he wasn't retired, you know. Oh, did he? Okay, um, I've not seen it yet. Actually. Uh, and that's another thing, Hall of, F- well, that's whatever. Hall of Fame was long as well. But Did you go? Hall of Fame, no, I didn't go to it. But I finished my show. I was watching it in the hotel on the WWE Network. But that's what I say to everyone: like, if you if you're there live or you're watching it on the WWE Network, it's the same event. Like, there's no fan interaction really apart. Oh, from the a, Hall of Fame specifically. Yeah, okay. yeah. and uh, and it's really long, and because of that, um, I just think that's the one event that struggles to sell tickets every year. But I think that the one that used to get snapped right up. I think the reason for that is because. They have you sold. can just
1: watch it in the comfort of your own yeah, hotel. And room. It's
0: super long. Super, super long. Um, but who am I to judge, you know? Like it's a, it's a good night of the year uh to celebrate the legends. But I think maybe a few less people inducted and give them give them time. But the less like, is more, isn't it? Yeah, that adage. Like a Revolution Pro Wrestling on Friday. You can check it out on <laughs> rpwondemand.com. Um but um yeah, so people have been sat in that venue that whole time and people were waiting for Braun Strowman to have a surprise mystery tag team partner, right? And we were, everyone wanted to see, a, you know, like a former name return in a WrestleMania moment or whatever. And then he chooses a kid from the crowd, right? And it got a huge reaction, like in terms of when he eventually chose that kid, it got a huge reaction. But then I think it just killed off the crowd completely. Okay. Like in terms of like, you're taking the piss out of us now, right? And I think that at the start of a show... Up until Shane McMahon started unloading his lefts and rights in that run in the tag, the start of the show was on course to be the greatest WrestleMania of all time. I think.
1: Oh, okay, I really do. Yeah, like, I've, I've not yeah. gone back and back and watched much of it. So. Um,
0: but if you think about like some of the matches which were there, like I think, I think it was just on course to be just solid great, you know. And I think that Daniel Bryan obviously held his part in the match. But I swear, from when the when Shane McMahon tagged in, at the, when they took when they took Daniel Bryan out at the start of the match. That's when they took the life out of the crowd. And I think from that point on, everything was a bit of a struggle. Like, obviously, um, yeah, there's, there's fantastic stuff on the show, but I think everything else struggled from that point. And then obviously, it came to the main event, which I think is probably the most, the biggest talking point, aside from Nicholas. I thought it was hilarious watching the overreaction to people about Nicholas as well. Like, I liked the people that were making a joke about it, but like, you know, people like, "I've worked 16 years in this business for a kid to be great. okay." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But like, real wrestlers put that. Yeah, real that? wrestlers. Okay. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, come on." Yeah. You know, you know what this is. I know what this. Yeah, is. Yeah, you should know come better on. than anyone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, but and then it came to the main event, and uh, what I will say about WWE is they've done a fantastic job of turning Brock Lesnar heel with their saying, he doesn't care about you. You know, he's off to UFC. This will probably be his last match. Like, you know, he's no-showed these events. He'll come to a house show and work a 10-second match or two-minute match or whatever because he just doesn't care about you fans. So he did a wonderful job turning Brock Lesnar heel. However, the second part of the equation was needing to turn Roman Reigns' face, which unfortunately they failed at. So that match was just a complete miss. And like, no one cares. I got like, again, this is from a live. I'm not sure what the the, the feedback was on the actual, uh, you know, watching it on TV. And you might be able to kind of, you know, chime in with a a bit of insight. (laughs) I was asleep. uh, There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I woke up right at the end. So for that match, no one, like legitimately, no one cared. There were beach balls being thrown around the crowd. Like the, the, the biggest heat in the match was for the security guards taking the beach balls, but more would appear. There was a, I don't, I don't, a chance for Nicholas. Oh, really? He got over it. Like, uh, they uh, forgave him. We want Nicholas. Um, just all kinds of chance. And Brock Lesnar's beating the living hell out of Roman Reigns. Nothing. And uh, what I think was the saddest part about it was. They'd obviously built to this spot where Roman Reigns kicks out of the F5. Brock Lesnar's pinned everyone with one F5, including Braun Strowman, including Samoa Joe, like two guys who could be next in line for that, you know, big push, right? And they get to the spot. F5, cover. And I'm not saying one, two, because the crowd, nothing. One, two, kick out, silence. Nothing. Literally nothing. And the only time they got a reaction was when Brock won at the end. There was a big cheer. And everyone was like oh, let's go home now. Yeah. And that was it. So it was just, it was sad that the WrestleMania ended like that after such a strong start. And I still think overall it was a real good show. Um, and like I say, like the Nicholas thing, I thought that was a nice little spot on the show. I thought it was kind of humorous. Um, and I'd argue that it perhaps could have worked after the Ronda Rousey thing. If it went after the Ronda Rousey thing, it might have been better there because they might have stood a better chance there of keeping the crowd alive than, um, than poor Usos, you know... Um, who went on straight after Uso's Bludgeon Brothers and okay. and uh, New, New Day were in that match. Um, and I just feel that they were in an impossible position, because that Ronda Rousey match I thought
1: was fantastic. Okay, again, I've not seen it, but I've heard op- a lot of Uso's. How can match. you not have seen it? Why have well, got a WWE busy. subscription? I'm busy, and my wife doesn't let me do anything. So, there you go. I have to sneak down in the middle of the night at 2am to watch something. Your dirty secret. By <laughs> yeah, WWE Network. So, you have you got
0: any memories, any thoughts on WrestleMania, any...
1: Um, not not really, because I've not really watched it a great deal. Cool, that was a fantastic <laughs> WrestleMania review, wasn't it? I we're <laughs> <laughs> well, I I did. I didn't know I was here to review. I thought we. Well, no, talk I just about. thought
0: we were talking about the event, like what we thought of it. Um, you
1: know? I don't. I don't really want to let, end on it now. I'm trying to think what I did see. We're going to end like WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I tell you what was scary though. Right, and this isn't making light of any situation whatsoever. Um, obviously it was that Vegas shooting right? Um, with a big crowd. Okay. And we were walking out the stadium. So at the end of the show, Roman Reigns was just lying there, right, for ages, and everyone's like awkwardly watching him, and then we just kind of left, right? Nothing happened. Lesnar left. Roman Reigns is lying there. Everyone walks out, and then we walk. We're walking out, and we're in. We all get in. We're all this massive crowds, and Luke, who we're with, he said something like along the lines of like, um, he said, he referenced the Vegas shooting. He said like, there's a hotel there, like, okay. there's a big crowd of people together. But then all of a sudden, he went. Boom! No. Ba, 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 ba! Right, and it was fireworks from a stadium. Okay, yeah, yeah. right. But it scared the life out of it. But I swear it was absolutely on cue as well. You know, yeah. he said he made that comment, and then like boom! Ba, 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 ba! And like obviously, turned around. Did anyone else react? No,
1: not really. No. Oh, okay. Like, uh,
0: um, but like, uh, but still,
1: like it's on the yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's and like fun, the it?
0: fireworks. Uh, but the fireworks, It was weird because it's almost like. Roman Reigns... <laughs> I don't know, he must have... He's won. probably at an empty stadium. Yeah. He's like... An empty his stadium, think, yeah. Yeah, did his... Threw his yeah. arms up. Or did his fist punch to the floor, like, <laughs> yeah. on his own.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, so, so yes, yeah, so that was WrestleMania. And I, I stand by this fact. I'll say I, I, I really recommend any fan of professional wrestling goes to a WrestleMania week. And, like, I don't care... Or anyone in the wrestling business goes to a WrestleMania week. And I don't care if people are like, oh, you're a mark, or you're this, you're that, the other... Who cares, right? Let us be secure about ourselves. Um, let's understand the fact that we're, the only reason we're in the wrestling business is because we're wrestling fans in the first place. Um, and what WrestleMania week really is, for me, is a, is a celebration of professional wrestling. So, like, you have all your indie events. And there's stuff, that I obviously, there's loads of stuff that I didn't go to. Obviously, there's loads of indie events I didn't go to. Ring of Honor got their biggest crowd ever, like 5,000 people, um, which is a hell of an achievement going head-to-head with a sold-out NXT. Um so that's saying something there. But then you've got Q&As going on, you know, stand-up shows, um, podcasts. Maybe we'll be out there doing a podcast next oh, year. Oh, that's it. That's um, the, yeah, that's the dream. So podcasts, you know, literally everything going on. And, like, there's WrestleMania-themed parties. Like, everyone's dressed up as wrestlers. I didn't dress up, but um, but
1: everyone's dressed up as wrestlers, you know. You'd have made um, a mean cocoa. Beware, I think.
0: Funny you should say that. I met Coco <laughs> Beware. Uh, yeah, I uh, remember that, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, hell of a picture of him. Watch out for that one. Um, but, uh, and, and I really think that it, it, even for whatever style of wrestling you like, there's something for you, right? If you like ironic wrestling, ha, ha, ha. Sarcastic wrestling, do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sarcastic wrestling. If you like that, there's Joey Janela's spring break,
1: right? I heard he was the MVP. He was, yeah. And yeah, Pierre. Yeah.
0: Uh, and Pierre yeah. Pierre. yeah, yeah. Pierre against Walter. Uh-huh. You know, and Pierre was like, everyone loved Pierre. Yeah. That'd be good if he's he made a comeback, wouldn't it? Another run in him, I think. Mm. I, think he, I think he will have a little run in him. Yeah. like not, not necessarily like, you know, WWE, but I think he's going to have a little indie run. Oh, excellent. Um, uh, so I think, uh, yeah, that that was obviously, if you like that kind of wrestling, there's that. You know, if you like the best wrestling show on earth, there's Revolution Pro Wrestling. Um, there's High Spot Super Show, which always has a number of surprises. Referee Chris Roberts got to referee the surprise wrestling match of Jerry the King Lawler. How did he? So yeah. Cool. So you know, and there's there's always like surprises there. Old timers on the show, where people. You know, it's it's just a good, good fun weekend. event, and 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 there's so many different events just like that. You know, and then like the icing on the cake is WrestleMania, which I look at and describe to people as it's now it's now. Um, it's transcended professional wrestling, you know, it's it's bigger than that. It's it's a it's a pop culture event. But it's to me it's a firework display at the end of this great celebration of wrestling. And I think that even if you're a part of these other promotions, I still urge you to go to WrestleMania and just celebrate in the fact that seventy eight thousand people from all around the world have come yeah. Just with a love of professional wrestling, you know. It's, it's always nice, isn't um, it, um, It is nice. End of year party. It, but, I, but I genuinely believe it's nice. I think that it's... Uh, I just think it's it's so cool that, like, people... That wrestling can be almost mainstream for a week. You know, because obviously next week it's going to go... It's going to carry on. Yeah. <laughs> the cycle's <laughs> going to continue. Too, yeah. and But, like, for that one week of the year... I'm sure you have people who you like, friends with or people come into your shop, whatever, who say, you know, like, oh, WrestleMania, you know. Oh,
1: oh yeah, all the time. Like, my brother has a stepson... And uh, and he he said to me a week before WrestleMania he said, "Guess what, Andrew?" And I was like, "What?" He said, "I'm going to go WrestleMania next year." So you know he's not a, you, he know, of... his kid, yeah. but, you know he's WrestleMania's little kid, but you know I'd say he probably watches it, but yeah. like he's not a diehard Absolutely. fanatic. Yeah. But the thought of going to WrestleMania is a big sell. Yeah. So and let's yeah. not
0: discount the fact as well. Like I always say, you know, like we it wouldn't be possible for for me to run a show in America without WrestleMania. You know, it's the fact that. We're just fortuitous that WWE have brought nearly a hundred thousand fans <laughs> into town very generous, who like professional wrestling, yeah. and then we can piggyback off of that. Mm-hmm. But that's, but to me, that's great, you know. And it's like it's almost like WWE giving like people say what they like about WWE, but in that instance, uh, really giving back to the the indies, so to speak. Yeah. And like, and I, and I, and I'm sure there were people who came to my show for the first time, you'd never even heard of Rev Pro, but had, were at a loose end at four pm, you know, walked out of access. Our venue was across the road. Just strolled in, and they might have just had their first experience of independent professional wrestling.
1: Um, so, yeah, just a, a very positive vibe to this week's podcast. Yeah, I remember I it from Dallas. I'd, I've sort of said to you, haven't I? Like you say, are oh, you going to come next year? And I, don't, I just like hot weather, despite living in England my Do you whole like life. Every year, don't you? well, no. But my point is, I'm definitely not going to go next year because New York is normally always freezing, cold and wet. Yeah. So, but I'd I love Dallas as like a as a city, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, I love Dallas as a city. So, um, I think. And then by then, poppy be a bit older, so I'll be allowed in, to go away. What from. If it's not
0: in Dallas again. Well, oh, I know but, it's, I know it will that's, be. Next I know it's our theory that like we're going to go round and round and round. But you know.
1: uh, I followed Dave Meltz on Twitter, and I sent it to you because we couldn't We were conversing about this very subject that day, and someone tweeted that and said, we "Will mainly ever be in Dallas again?" He quoted the tweet like he does in Q and A's, and he just put, "Yes." So I'll take okay. his word for it. Well, I just I maybe, mean,
0: I'll ask him. Yeah, we're mates. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, so you won't be in New York, you're confirming now, so you're not going <laughs> So now. like because I, I predict in about six months' time it'll be maybe, maybe, maybe and then you're gonna string it along and then be like, oh no, nah, sorry boys. Yeah, maybe. Come up with another excuse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: but unless someone invites us to do the A squared Circle Wrestling Podcast. Oh, live. I'll be
1: there in a shot then. So yes. there you go. Yeah, I did joke with you once tonight that uh maybe I shouldn't let my play my cards on a podcast but I said you had a dream that you were going, Andy, you should run a show in New Orleans <laughs> <laughs> And I was like with who? And you were like, you know, like flatliner and little legs So, you know bring the real British wrestling experience you, to New Orleans.
0: as well, and you wouldn't even need to bring everyone in because there was Alabama Indie Doink at the... Uh, oh, was that really? Oh, I'd be the, very uh,
1: interested in Alabama well, I mean, Indy Doink. I wonder
0: how many pictures he did at the old <laughs> WrestleCon gimmick table. <laughs> yeah. I swear, didn't, didn't even look anything like him. No. But it was just as good as, you know, one of the fake... Yeah, it was like not quite as good as the Blondie Barrett dunk, right? You know, yes. Um, okay, but like kind of <laughs> maybe so, maybe a step below dunk, but maybe a step above. Was Marty Jannetty there this year? I never saw him. Oh, maybe he wasn't then. Yeah, I never saw him. No.
1: Oh, okay. So. I'll tell you what. I'll come next year if you can promise me. I'll wrestle Marty Jannetty on the Rev Pro Show.
0: Maybe we can get on Joey Ginella's spring break. Oh yeah.
1: You talk to oh. Joey. You're pals with him. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'll see you in New York. I'll see you in New York, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. All right, then. What about us won't it? Yeah, so I think so.
0: There's not really been a topic or a th- Well, there has been a theme, WrestleMania week. Yeah. But hopefully, you've enjoyed it. Um. Hopefully, a lot more lighthearted. And hopefully, we're not going to get in trouble
1: this week. Yeah. And maybe, Uh. I hope that just through our, us conversing about it, um. people aren't so uptight about it. They can go, oh, you know, like they've watched it and oh, I hated Nicholas. Or I hated this. Or, you know, like that word. Like, people see tweet, oh, I hated that. I hated that. I hated that. And I don't want to sound like a broken record, but just chill out a bit, you see, know? Yeah, like, just see it for what it is. It
0: is what it is. See it through the
1: eyes of a child who aren't, isn't... You know, we could argue, is it aimed towards children or not? But, like, predominantly WWE is a children's product. Hey,
0: right, but you can say what you want, though. Like, because when Nicholas won, adults were smiling, laughing.
1: There you go. That's, but, what, they, that's what WWE wanted. Though. And like
0: I say, the only thing that I could critique it for is the fact that people wanted Rey Mysterio. People wanted a surprise tag team partner and because we never got that that's where all that's where i believe all the hatred came from sure and it's then, easy like, for me to
1: sit at home and watch it but people might have traveled yeah a day and, 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 to get and there. but as
0: well as that i think a lot of a lot of like oh i don't believe they did this comes from you know if you look at the picture of that little kid next to braun Strowman with his tag team title you look at that picture and you watch it look at it out of context rather than within the context of a professional wrestling show where we're giving people a little bit of everything i think that might be when you're like oh, I don't believe they did this. Okay, you know. um, But there you go. There you go. Thanks for listening, everyone. Cheers. Follow me on Twitter, at Aquildan,
1: A-Q-U-I-L-D-A-N. And at Boy Simmons, B-O-Y-S-I-M-M-O-N-Z.
0: And yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. As always, we'll talk to you again next week. Email us, tweet us. Follow us on this Facebook page. It's the A Squared Circle Wrestling Podcast. Search it there. I'll make sure we put it in the show notes this week. And then we're going to get it going. I promise we're going to get this uh, Facebook page going. We're going to build a community around the A Squared Circle Wrestling Podcast. Um, And, uh, yeah, we'll speak to you next week. Laters. Bye. Laters. Bye. Bye.